voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, call-in and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, welcome to All Things Radio. I'm Jeff Bennett sitting in for Bill Sparks and the rest of the crew. We had some major difficulties in doing the live show this week, and there were circumstances beyond our control that caused the problems. Nevertheless, the show must go on, and so we do. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, followed up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. Next up on the bill, we have a 1968 report on the assassination of Martin Luther King from WCCO-AM in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We'll follow that up with an air check of radio station WSAI-AM from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Tom Dooley, this was taken in 1967, November of 1967 to be exact. And then we'll follow up with our feature station segment. That's WUEZ-FM in Carbondale, Illinois. Steve-FM, as they call themselves, with a variety of hits format. So, all in all, I think you're going to enjoy the show. It will be a very busy show. Well, how about if we start things off with our radio news? I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. iHeartMedia and Odyssey makes changes to two of their radio stations. Toutscrew Media turns off two more of their AM radio stations in the Northeast. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude a look at the Nielsen December Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and iHeartMedia, as well as Odyssey, have made changes to the radio landscape. Let's move to Denver, Colorado, where iHeartMedia has made changes to news talk radio station KOAAM and their FM translator. KOAAM has an afternoon sports lifestyle talk show called The Sports Zoo. The Sports Zoo airs Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. Ryan Edwards, who had been doing evenings at KOAAM, has been moved to afternoons, joining Dave Logan and Alfred Williams. Ryan Edwards has been with KOA since 2017, having previously worked at radio station KKFN in Denver, Colorado as well. Odyssey has also made changes at radio station WEEIF and its network of stations in New England, adding Adam Jones to its afternoon drive lineup, joining Megan Adelini and Christian Arkind. He comes to radio station WEEI-FM after working for the sports fanatic WBZ-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, owned and operated by Beasley Media. In other news, could this be the next trend? Town Square Media has turned off two more AM radio stations in the Northeast. We told you last week that they turned off an AM radio station in Binghamton, New York. Well, this week they've turned off two more AM radio stations, WTVL-AM in Waterloo, Maine, and WINE-AM in Danbury. Connecticut. One thing that these radio stations have in common is that there is no FM translator associated with these radio stations, and these radio stations aren't producing any revenue for the company. Town Square Media did not turn in the licenses for these radio stations, they just asked for those licenses to be temporarily cancelled until economic conditions warrant their return to the airwaves. Is this going to be a trend for other companies? We'll let you know in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Congratulations go out to Rick Thomas, 
who is the new brand manager for the Beasley-owned properties in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market. He comes to this radio market after working for Summit Media as brand manager for their Top 40, AC, and Hot AC radio stations. Rick Thomas will also assume the role as program director for radio station WQYK-FM in Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida. They program a country format. In other news, Sirius XM and Sirius XM Canada have agreed to a multi-year contract to continue broadcasting NHL hockey. The contract runs through the 2028-2029 season. Cubulus has made changes to radio station KLIF-FM. This is a station we featured last week during their 90s and 2000s format. Gone is Mason, who hosted the morning show, and she's been replaced by Adam Baum. Adam Baum previously worked for the radio station during their I-93 days as a Top 40 radio station. Adam Baum will be based out of Atlanta. He'll be voice tracking the morning show, and he works for Cumulus voice tracking a number of different radio stations for the company. Air One has expanded its presence in Memphis, Tennessee. They're broadcasting now on radio station WIVG-FM. The format that was heard on WIVG-FM, which is the hip-hop format, has been moved online. The station is owned and operated by Flynn Broadcasting. Odyssey has made changes to the radio landscape in San Francisco, California at radio station KRBQ-FM broadcasting a classic hip-hop format with the addition of the Baca Boys for mornings. The Baca Boys are syndicated by Compass Media. Congratulations to Robbie Bridges, who's the new vice president of programming for Press Communications WWZY-FM, the boss. He does mornings for this radio station with his wife, Rochelle Gagnon. He came to this radio station after working in Traverse City, Michigan for McDonald Gerber Broadcasting. Finally, Alpha Media has petitioned the FCC to allow the company to have 100% foreign ownership. Will this become a reality? We'll let you know in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen December Personal People Meter Ratings. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WKQC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WBAV-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WEND-FM with an alternative format. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KLTH-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KXL-FM with a news talk format. Now let's move to San Antonio, Texas, where the number one ranked radio station is KQXT-FM. And yes, they were definitely broadcasting Christmas music with a 10-point share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas is KONO-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas is KAJA-FM with a country format. Now let's move to Salt Lake City. Utah, where Christmas definitely made an impact on the ratings. The number one ranked radio station is KSFI-FM with a 12 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is KJMY-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KNRS-FM with a news talk format. In Sacramento, California, the number one ranked radio station is KFBK-AM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Sacramento, California is KYMX-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Now let's move to Orlando, Florida, where the number one ranked radio station is WMGF-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WCFB-FM with an urban format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Orlando, Florida is WXXL-FM with a pop CHR format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WRRK-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, 
The number three-rank radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one-rank radio station is KSNEFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rank radio station is KMXBFM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada, is KWID-FM with a Spanish adult hits format. Now let's move to Cincinnati, Ohio, where the number one-rank radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two-rank radio station is WGRR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio, is WWRM-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one-rank radio station is KCMO-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is KCFB-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is WDAF-FM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one-rank radio station is WMJI-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-rank radio station is WZAK-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Cleveland, Ohio, is WDOK-FM with an adult contemporary format. Now let's move to Columbus, Ohio, where the number one-rank radio station is WCOL-FM with a country format. The number two-rank radio station is WBNS-FM with an all-sports format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio, is WNCI-FM with a pop CHR format. In Austin, Texas, the number one-rank radio station is KKMJ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rank radio station is KBPA-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Austin, Texas is KUT-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. Finally, let's move to Indianapolis, Indiana, where the number one-rank radio station is WYXB-FM with an adult contemporary format. They were definitely playing Christmas music with an 11.5 share of the audience. The number two-rank radio station is WJJK-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana is WIBC-FM with a news talk format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week, and Flo would definitely be proud. The company broadcasting the most spots this past week was Progressive Insurance, followed by Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, Babel, Upside, and Zip Recruiter. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, there you go. Another dose of radio news from a national perspective. The big news stories that I was looking at this week are the shutdown of AM stations by Town Square Media. Those AM stations have one thing in common. The stations in Binghamton that we talked about last week, the one in Waterville, Maine that we talked about this week, and the one in Brookville, Connecticut, WINEAM, all are shut down because neither of these radio stations have an FM translator associated with them. Is this the next trend? If Town Square Media is doing it, will other companies do the same thing? We really don't know, but we'll let you know in future All Things Radio Live broadcasts. Now let's hear from Jennifer Sparks. We couldn't want to leave her out with her call letter and format changes for this week. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of January 19th. KSFQ-FM 90.9 Thatcher, Arizona changes calls to KLTQ-FM. KYVL-FM 106.3 Eagle Point, Oregon, changes calls to KMED-FM and changes slogan from The Valley 106.3 to KMED News Talk. KXMK-FM 101.3 
Oatman, Arizona, changes calls to KOWIFM, KMEDAM, 1440, Medford, Oregon, changes calls to KYVL, AM, WOWY, FM, 97.1, University Park, Pennsylvania, changes calls to WGJC FM WWWL AM 1350 New Orleans Louisiana changes format from R&B oldies to sports and changes slogan from the new hot 92.9 to the bet 92.9 FM 1350 AM KMWX FM 92.5 Abilene Texas changes slogan from mix 92.5 to 92.5 The Ranch KSLI AM 1280 Abilene Texas changes slogan from Lone Star 1280 to 92.5 The Ranch WPLW FM 102.5 Hillsboro, North Carolina changes calls to WKXU FM WWPL FM 96.9 Goldsboro, North Carolina changes calls to WPLW FM WMAJ FM 93.7 Bowlesburg, Pennsylvania Changes calls to WZWWFM, KLOE AM 730, Goodland, Texas. Changes slogan from News Talk 730, KLOE to Fox Sports, WKCQ FM 98.1, Saginaw, Michigan. Changes slogan from Mid-Michigan's Most Country to 98KCQ Country. KYRS-FM 88.1 Medical Lake, Washington changes slogan from Thin Air Community Radio to KYRS 88.1 92.3FM. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. You always do a fantastic job with those call letter and format changes. I don't know how you keep up with it, but you do a great job. This past week, we celebrated Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King was assassinated on April 4th, 1968. How did radio cover the assassination of Martin Luther King? Well, we have the coverage that was provided of the Martin Luther King assassination from radio station WCCO-AM in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So let's hear how CBS Radio and WCCO-AM cover the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. From the WCCO Radio News Bulletin, this bulletin just in, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot outside a Memphis hotel this afternoon. His condition was not immediately known. Once again, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot outside a Memphis hotel this afternoon. His condition was not immediately known. Stay tuned to WCCO Radio for further details. The 620 Sports is brought to you by Swanberg and C.C. Dewey. We'll have the weather with Dick Enroth in just a moment. Further details on the Dr. Martin Luther King incident now. King was shot outside a Memphis hotel this afternoon. His condition was not known immediately. Police put out a wanted bulletin for what they described as a young white male, well-dressed. They said the man was seen running from a brick building across the street. The shooting took place near the Lorraine Hotel in Memphis where King's car was parked. 
Police said King was sitting in his car when the shot was fired. Officers raced to the scene and surrounded the car. Other units roared into the area and surrounded the hotel. Early reports indicate police had recovered the weapon used in that shooting. King was in Memphis, Tennessee, leading garbage strike marches. His march, uh, last Wednesday, burst into violence that left one dead, 62 injured, and 200 arrested, and he had planned another mass march for next Monday. Police said the assailant dropped the weapon while running down the main street about one block from the shooting. They said the assailant apparently jumped into a late-model car after the shooting and sped away. So Dr. Martin Luther King shot outside a Memphis hotel this afternoon, and as yet his condition not immediately known. Stay tuned to CCO Radio for further developments on that story. Now the weather, the weather story, official weather. We interrupt this program for a CBS Radio Net Alert bulletin. This is Douglas Edwards, CBS News, New York. Civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. was shot at a downtown Memphis hotel shortly before 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this evening. A direct report now from Memphis, Frank Gardner of WREC reporting. Dr. Martin Luther King has been shot and wounded, possibly critically wounded, in Memphis, Tennessee this evening. Police describe a young, well-dressed, medium-built white male driving a white Mustang, shot at and wounded, possibly critically wounded, Dr. Martin Luther King at his motel room in the downtown area of Memphis this evening. Dr. King reportedly was hit in the face. The extent of his injuries are not known at this moment, but one observer at the hospital, at St. Joseph Hospital here in Memphis, told this reporter Dr. King apparently had been hit and was wounded badly. He was hit in the face, and the last report was being given oxygen. He entered the hospital emergency room with his face covered with a towel. The exact extent of his injuries not known at this time. Apparently, the man responsible for the shooting of Dr. King here in Memphis this evening has not been apprehended. This is Frank Gardner in Memphis. A hospital spokesman has told CBS News that the condition of Dr. Martin Luther King is critical. This is CBS News in New York. This is your good neighbor to the Northwest with Studio St. Paul, Minneapolis at 830 WCCO. Once again, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot outside a Memphis hotel this afternoon. His condition now reported as critical. Stay tuned to WCCO Radio for further details. We'll have music on the go coming up in just five minutes. Civil rights leader Martin Luther King has been shot in a downtown Memphis hotel. Police say that King was removed from the hotel where he was shot and taken by ambulance to a Memphis hospital. No immediate word on the extent of his injuries. However, CBS radio just a short time ago reported his condition as critical. And that shooting occurred shortly before 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Police put out a... uh, wanted bulletin for what they described as a young white male, well-dressed. And they said the man was seen running from a brick building just across the street. That shooting, by the way, took place near the Lorraine Hotel in Memphis, where King's car was parked. Police say that King was sitting in his car when the shot was fired. The officers raced to the scene and surrounded the car. Other units then surrounded the hotel. And early reports indicate the police had recovered the weapon used in the shooting. The man apparently dropped the weapon after running and then jumping into a late-model car and speeding away. So that is the latest word on the uh, Dr. Martin Luther King shooting in downtown Memphis, Tennessee. And we'll keep you right up to date on that story. We've had so many late-breaking developments here in the last week, and you'll hear all the news, complete, authoritative, and concise, right here on 830 WCCO. Checking the tread depths on tires, chemically analyzing transmission fluids, and determining the accuracy of speedometer. 
Now this late bulletin from the WCCO Radio News Bureau. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., 1964 Nobel Peace Prize winner and America's leading exponent of nonviolence in the civil rights struggle was shot to death Thursday night, according to Assistant Police Chief Henry Lux. This just into our WCCO Radio News Bureau. Dr. Martin Luther King apparently shot in the back of the neck while standing on his hotel balcony late today in Memphis, Tennessee. Police rushed to the civil rights leader and then rushed him to a hospital in critical condition. And the word just in now that Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Nobel Peace Prize winner, has died in Memphis, Tennessee. Keep tuned to WCCO Radio for further developments. The time now is 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. In the Twin Cities, we have 33. We interrupt this program for a CBS Radio Net Alert bulletin. This is Gary Shepard, CBS News, New York. Civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King died tonight in Memphis, Tennessee after being shot in the face by an unknown assailant on the balcony in front of a downtown hotel a short while ago. Associated Press says Assistant Police Chief Henry Lux of Memphis confirmed Dr. King's death. Reverend Dr. King, winner of the Nobel Peace Prize, was 39 years old. He was in Memphis to lead demonstrations in sympathy with a prolonged strike by municipal garbage men, most of them Negro. Police at last report were still looking for a young white male who was seen running from the scene of the shooting and reportedly dropped a weapon in flight. Frank Gardner, a reporter for CBS station WREC in Memphis, speaks of talking with a surgeon at the hospital who has been in contact moments before with an associate of Dr. King who was in the pediatrics division of the hospital. The surgeon, who was a friend of the other doctor, said they told him that Dr. King died about 15 minutes ago. We repeat, Dr. Martin Luther King, America's nonviolent civil rights leader, shot and killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. Gary Shepard, CBS News, New York. At this time, we resume the regular program schedule from other studios on this CBS radio net alert station. You can take Salem out of the country, The news is breaking fast, and you're right there with CBS Radio, Net Alert, and WCCO Radio, where you hear history as it happens. Unfortunately, some rather bad history tonight. We'll keep you uh, abreast of late developments here on CCO Radio. 23 minutes now past 7 in the Twin Cities, 30 degrees. Simon and Garfunkel. Dr. Martin Luther King was shot to death in Memphis tonight. The news of King's death was announced by Assistant Police Chief Henry Lux. King was shot as he stood on the balcony of a Memphis motel where he was staying. Police say two unidentified men were taken into custody several blocks from where King was shot. The executive vice president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the Reverend Andrew Young, says the shot hit King in the neck and the lower part of his face, and Young added, he didn't say a word, he didn't move. King was rushed to St. Joseph's Hospital immediately after the shooting, and he was declared dead at the hospital a short time later. Late news from Memphis, Tennessee this evening. Some very, very bad news. In uh, the sports scene tonight, from Studio St. Paul, Minneapolis at 830, this is WCCO. And now, the world tonight with Gary Shepard. This is Gary Shepard, CBS News, New York. Civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King died tonight in Memphis, Tennessee, after being shot in the face by an unknown assailant on the balcony in front of a downtown hotel a short while ago. Associated Press as Assistant Police Chief Henry Lux of Memphis confirmed Dr. King's death. 
Reverend Dr. King, winner of the Nobel Peace Prize, was 39 years old. He was in Memphis to lead demonstrations in sympathy with a prolonged strike by municipal garbage men, most of them Negro. Police at last report were still looking for a young white male who was seen running from the scene of the shooting and reportedly dropped a weapon in flight. Frank Gardner, a reporter for CBS station WREC in Memphis, speaks of talking with a surgeon at the hospital who has been in contact moments before with an associate of Dr. King who is in the pediatrics division of the hospital. The surgeon, who is a friend of the other doctor, said they told him that Dr. King died about 15 minutes ago. We repeat, Dr. Martin Luther King, America's nonviolent civil rights leader, shot and killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. Gary Shepard, CBS News, New York. The World Tonight will continue in a moment. We interrupt this program for a CBS Radio Net Alert Bulletin. This is Daniel Shore, CBS News, Washington. The Reverend Martin Luther King has been shot and killed in Memphis, shot as he stood alone on the balcony of his hotel, and he died soon afterward in the hospital. We are now standing by at the White House for a statement expected momentarily from President Johnson. And while we wait for him to appear in the rain-swept streets in front of the White House, delaying his own arrival at a dinner for congressional Democrats, we will give you some of the details. The police in Memphis have issued a bulletin for a young white man who was seen darting out of the building across the street from the hotel where the Reverend Martin Luther King was staying. Dr. King's chauffeur said that he was standing on the street when Dr. King strolled out onto the second-floor balcony moments before he was to leave for dinner at the home of the Reverend Billy Kyles, a Negro minister. Jones, the chauffeur, said that King told me to stop the car. He was ready to go to dinner. I said to the chauffeur, it's cold outside, Dr. King. Put your top coat on. And he said, okay, I will, and he smiled. And those were his last words. I heard the guns of the chauffeur. Dr. King fell on his back. He has been looking directly at the man. The identity of the man is still not known. There have been reports that two white persons have been picked up. It is not clear from these wire service reports whether they had any connection with the assassination. The Reverend Andrew Young, who is the executive vice president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which was headed by Dr. King and which was planning a march on Washington on April 22nd on behalf of poor people, said that the shot hit Dr. King in the neck and the lower right part of his face. Dr. Young said he didn't say a word, he didn't move. Immediately after the shooting, the civil rights leader was rushed to St. Joseph's Hospital where he was declared dead a short time later. Police armed with rifles have blocked the front entrance to the hospital to hold back a crowd which gathered there quickly. Dr. King had come to Memphis only yesterday to take charge of the continuing demonstrations in support of the city's striking garbage collectors. A march which Dr. King had led last Thursday erupted into rioting in which one person was killed. And now Dr. King had planned another march for next Monday. National Guard troops have rushed to Memphis to quell last week's riot, but they have not been on hand since. Governor Ellington has been alerted that Dr. King has was shot and he was conferring with Memphis authorities and state officials. No decision was announced immediately on whether the National Guard would be returned to Memphis. As we reported previously, the police in Memphis have put out a wanted bulletin for a young white male, well-dressed, who was seen running from a brick building across the street 
from the hotel where Dr. King's car was parked at the time of the shooting. It is now reported that police have been chasing a late model blue car through Memphis and north to nearby Millington. They reported a civilian in a car with a citizen's band radio had closed on the car and had opened fire on it. The microphones have been set up in front of the door to the White House, and a White House aide has said that President Johnson will come out momentarily to make what is expected to be his statement on what is perhaps the most tragic assassination since the assassination of President Kennedy. We were speaking earlier to the office of the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference here in Washington, which was planning the Poor People's March on Washington for April 2nd, where they reported that they were in a state of such shock that they would not comment immediately. Stokely Carmichael, the head of SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, had planned a news conference to, for tomorrow, first canceled, and now he says he will go through with the news conference. This is perhaps one of the acts which may help to weld together the divided Negro community. The reports still coming in from them to say that the shot fired at Dr. King apparently came from a brick building across the street from the hotel. There were three white males in the car which the police have been pursuing. More than a hundred police and sheriff's deputies have sealed off a five-square block area of Memphis around the hotel. Hundreds of spectators have been flooding around the cordon. Here in Washington, the FBI says that it is, it is investigating the shooting at the specific request of Attorney General Ramsey Clark. The reports coming in from Memphis indicate the Negro community in a state of shock. The Reverend W. Herbert Berger said, Oh my God, oh my God. In Atlanta, the wife of Dr. King prepared to fly to Memphis immediately. I was just told he had been shot, she said. The report I got was in the shoulder, and he was in serious condition. Later, it turned out that Dr. King had died in the hospital. It was, incidentally, the same hospital where James Meredith was taken after his ambush wounding in Hernando, Mississippi, south of Memphis in June 1965. Dr. King, as we said, was in Memphis to lead a massive march on Monday to prove, in the face of last week's riot in Memphis, that he could conduct a peaceful march. His attorneys had gone to court on Thursday to challenge a federal court ban on that march. They said that his march would be orderly and peaceful. The arguments which were being heard by U.S. District Judge Bailey Brown had continued late into the day. At the request of the city, Judge Brown had issued a temporary restraining order preventing Dr. King, his associates, or other outsiders from staging a march in Memphis. A demonstration led by Dr. King a week ago caused violence or resulted in one death, 62 injuries, and more than 270 arrests. The first comments from the administration here in Washington has come from Vice President Hubert Humphrey. He said tonight that the assassination of Dr. King brings shame to our country. He predicted that the slaying of the civil rights leader will bring new strength to the cause for which Dr. King had fought. The vice president said, and we quote his statement, 
Martin Luther King's death is a tragedy and a sorrow to his family and to our nation. The criminal act that took his life brings shame to our country. An apostle of nonviolence has been the victim of violence. The cause for which he marched and worked will find new strength. The blight of discrimination, poverty, and neglect must be erased from America. An America of full freedom, full and equal opportunity shall be his living memorial. That is a statement of Vice President Humphrey. We are expecting now a statement from President Johnson. That statement, we were told, will come in about two minutes from now. As we have reported, the Reverend Martin Luther King has been fatally shot in Memphis. And tonight, with a first statement already issued by Vice President Humphrey, President Johnson has delayed his departure for a Democratic Congressional dinner in order to make a statement on his own behalf. The President is scheduled tonight to leave for Honolulu by way of California, where tomorrow he is to confer with former President Eisenhower. In a period of rapid surprises and shocks, this is the latest to disrupt the schedule of the President and, his, and the schedules of many of us. The lights glare on the door of the White House. Presidential News Assistant Robert Fleming has said that momentarily the President is expected to make a statement. The microphones are set up in the rain. The reporters are waiting. And soon we expect to hear the voice of the President. President Johnson had known Dr. King. They had seen each other often. He had once advised him at a news conference that it would not be wise for him to prepare this march on Washington. It appears now that there is some delay in the president's statement. We will return to hear the president. Meanwhile, this is Daniel Shore, CBS News, Washington. At this time, we resume the regular program schedule from other studios on this CBS Radio Net Alert station. This is your good neighbor to the northwest with Studio St. Paul, Minneapolis at 830 WCCO. This is Douglas Edwards, CBS News, New York. We now switch you to Washington. This is Daniel Shore, CBS News, Washington. We are awaiting momentarily a statement by President Johnson at the White House on the fatal shooting of Dr. Martin Luther King in Memphis. Dr. King was shot as he stood on a hotel balcony as he was preparing to go out for dinner. At the White House, the microphones have been set up, there are floodlights on the door, and President Johnson is now about to appear. America is shocked and saddened by the brutal slaying tonight of Dr. Martin Luther King. I ask every citizen to reject the blind violence that has struck Dr. King who lived by nonviolence. I pray that his family can find comfort in the memory of all he tried to do for the land he loved so well. I have just uh, conveyed the sympathy of Ms. Johnson myself to his widow, Mrs. King. I know that every American of goodwill joins me in mourning the death of this outstanding leader and in praying for 
peace and understanding throughout this land. We can achieve nothing by lawlessness and divisiveness among the American people. It's only by joining together and only by working together can we continue to move toward equality and fulfillment for all of our people. I hope that all Americans tonight will search their hearts as they ponder this most tragic incident. I have canceled my plans for the evening. I am postponing my trip to Hawaii until tomorrow. Thank you. President Johnson speaking from the White House. The plan that he canceled was his plan to attend a Democratic congressional dinner here in Washington tonight. And as you heard, he will delay his trip to Hawaii tomorrow, but apparently he still intends to go to Honolulu for his meeting with American leaders coming in from Saigon. That was the President of the United States on the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. Daniel Shore, CBS News, Washington. You know, I've listened to that segment a few times before presenting it here on All Things Radio, and those memories still haunt me to this day. Next up, how about if we travel to Cincinnati, Ohio, and we're going to listen to radio station WSAI AM and their radio announcer Tom Dooley from November of 1967. I think you're going to enjoy this air check. This is pure Top 40 radio the way it was done back in the day. This week in my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to November 8th, 1967, and we're traveling to Cincinnati, Ohio. And we're going to listen to radio station WSAI AM. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Tom Dooley. This is a pretty cool sounding air check. A lot of reverb, a lot of excitement, and a lot of good music. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WSAI AM from Cincinnati, Ohio, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Cincinnati temperature once again, 50 degrees. This is Paul Rogers. Have you ever heard of a man called the Lone Ranger? The Lone Ranger rides again! And you have heard of me. No, keep us up here. Right, Indian? That's right. WSAI's good guy today is Dick Ray. Dick, congratulations to you. You're a good guy today. Now, 
Go home and try to tell your wife that. You're invited to attend the Holiday Open House daily from... There's no obligation. Or call 421-6222 now for a personal appointment. Hey, don't forget when you hear a Beatles song from the brand new Beatle album called Magical Mystery Tour. All you have to do is call in and identify the song and you're going to win yourself that Beatle album called Magical Mystery Tour. Hey, don't get carried away, man. We're going to play a record right now. Count down the brand new survey tonight on the Sound Dooley Show. Here's Johnny Rivers. This song is number 10 as we head, 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 headlong into the top 10. Call the summer rain at 14 minutes after 8 o'clock with 50 degrees outside in the Queen City. rain taps in my window. Somebody called earlier tonight about five minutes ago. And said, 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 ta, 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 do, 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 Problem tonight, hadn't you, sir? Developing one, I tell you. I said, Tom Dooley, you're not playing enough record, and I haven't heard a soulful scream out of you all night long. So here we go. <laughs> Johnny Rivers, the 17 minutes after eight. WSAI Furniture Fantasy Time with a thing called Summer Rain. 50 degrees outside right now, and if you have been running away from the frustrating problem of blemishes and acne, like Tano here, uh, yeah, it's time you stop and face up to it, right, Tano? Okay, Masabi. Yes, it is, too. Now you can really do something important about your face, Tano, because now there's Blemison. That's B-L-E-M-I-C-I-N. New Blemison goes after the real cause of pimples and acne. That's excess oil on your skin. Oil that catches dirt and spoils your skin. Blemison absorbs 21 times more oil than any leading medication. Lab tests have proven it. Blemison gets rid of excess oil before it clogs up pores and causes pimples with a totally different medical formula that dries up your blemishes fast. So it could change your face. And boy, if I've ever seen anybody needed face changing, you do, Indian. Uh, yeah. In fact, with Blemison, you have 21 times more of a chance of changing your face. Skin toner clear formula, new Blemison, that's B-L-E-M-I-C-I-N, absorbs 21 times more oil, and it could change your face. It's 50 degrees outside WSAI's radar weather tonight. Mostly cloudy and mild with a low in the upper 30s. Thursday, increasing cloudiness and not so warm with a chance of showers by late afternoon and a high in the middle 40s. Once again, it's 50 degrees outside. 50 degrees, that's your cue, man. Santa, baby, I've really been terribly good this whole year. And so if you could manage, maybe you would hurry. Boy, she don't want much, does she? Full of wristwatches, boy. Some gals have got a lot of nerve. Twenty minutes after eight, push it out. Five o'clock in the morning, and We count down the brand new survey tonight. Here is the bus driver on the time building. Everybody's smiling so well about 9 o'clock tonight on WSAI. 22 after 8 Furniture Fantasy Time. Stand by. We may be calling out your name this hour in the Furniture Fantasy Game. Meantime, a little sub orange juice. Everything Kroger offers. Kroger can get more, more, more. Have you ever bowled a series of 298, 299, and... 45 more liquor in a brown paper bag. Stop them and ask them if you can try it. It may be your bag, too. Cold 45 malt liquor. A completely unique experience. A product of the National Brewing Company of Michigan, Detroit, Michigan.
tonight on the brand new WSAI Good Guys Survey of a time to be showing 50 degrees outside. The whole team ain't here in Tano and Sherby to one of the dogs. And Tex. Hi, folks. How you doing tonight, Tex? Pretty good. I hate that kind of music. You hate that kind of music? Well, Tano digs that kind of music. You like to do boogaloo, don't you, Tano? Mm, that's right. He's the stupidest Indian in the world. Hey, did you hear that, Tano? That's right. He called you stupid, man. He's so stupid, he combed his hair with a pencil sharpener. Carbon monoxide is a silent killer. WSAI and the Department of Highway Safety Drive. Ship. See ship shoe stores here in the Cincinnati area. Dave Bray, the telephone radio is standing by to take your phone calls right now at 921-5105. So call them and vote for your favorite song at 921-5105. Gladys Knight, hits. Contest, right, Tano? That's right. You're in a boogaloo contest. You've got to be out of your mind, Indian. Uh-huh. Well, you, you know, who knows an Indian, man? That goes around doing a boogaloo. And Lone Team Ranger out there learning, too, huh? That's why men laugh. I saw you two guys doing a boogaloo. I think I, I laughed, too. How did LDR come out? Him run all alone, far behind all the others. I think you're pretty far back there yourself, aren't you? Mm, that's right. Give up on a boogaloo, man. <laughs> Harry, your kids want musical instruments for Christmas. No. Record shop. The current civil rights bills are adequate. What changes would you offer? That's tomorrow's topic of discussion on the Jerry Brook Program. If you have any suggestions for changes in civil rights legislation, you may call 251-6200 anytime and make your comment. We'd like you to take a good close look at a very delicate subject. Okay. Your face. Yeah. If you're at $16, you can wish your face a Merry Christmas. We would like to dedicate this song to Tano's Squad. Yes. I gotta dedicate that song to Tano Squaw. Tano <laughs> is head over heels in love, aren't you, Tano? No, Kimasabi. I don't lie to me, Indian. I know. The Jolly Roger Drive In and the Ferguson Hills Drive In announce the super going at the Ferguson Hills Drive In on Ferguson Road and also at the new Jolly Roger Drive In on Kemper Road just east of I 75. WSAI's good guy of the day is a fellow by the name of Dick Ray. Dick, congratulations to you. You are a good guy today on WSAI. 23 minutes before 9 o'clock. What's that thing down at the bottom of the hill, man? It's a governor's stagecoach. Don't just stand there. You and a town will go down there and meet him, stupid. What's going on? WSAI Cincinnati Bandstand. 29. Boy Cooper goes hopping at the Evendale Recreation Center. 10,500 Reading Road at Evendale from 8 to 11 for the Cellar Dwellers, the Crazy Taggarts, and the Weeds. It's all sponsored by Five Lamp of Five. Still in the top ten, this song is number five. Number five by Cincinnati's own Lemon Piper. Lemon Piper, great tambourine. 22 minutes before 9 o'clock. Your little bitty smiling buddy going on about 9 o'clock tonight. Call Dave Bray, the telephone rave at 921-5105. And vote for your favorite song right now. Drop your silver in my tambourine. Help a poor man. Lemon Piper. W-S-A. Before 9 o'clock, now Larry Clark coming up at 9 o'clock tonight on WSAI. Julie in the Sky is sung by John Flynn and his Playboy Band. Sweet soul music for you, darling. <laughs> Dave Gray, the telephone race, standing by.
to take the stars now. 921505. Don't forget, when you hear a Beatles song, play from the new album, be the first to call to win that album. Magical Mystery Tours. Do it. Judy in the sky. Oh, okay. That's called Judy in the Skies. It's sung by John Fred and his Playboy Band. It's 17 minutes before 9 o'clock at the time, do we? Sherby the Wonder Dog. How are you? Sherby the biggest and sweetest doggy in the whole wide world. Okay, we're going to let you do the weather forecast in just a minute. Stand by. You never had it so smooth. Okay, dog, here we go. What the forecast look like, doggy? You wouldn't believe what all he said in just that little spurt there, friends. He said tonight's radar weather. Tonight, mostly cloudy and mild with a low in the upper 30s. Thursday, increasing cloudiness and not so warm with a chance of showers by late afternoon and a high in the middle 40s. Once again, what is it, doggy? Well, that was longer than the other time, man. You only said 50 degrees. All right, dog, give a big kiss for everybody. Slobber all over the place. The leading days for Christmas are twiddling dogs with a precious few. At Robert Zip Code 2. This song is number three. Royal Guardsman and Snoopy's Christmas, 50 degrees outside. Christmas on the Tom Dooley Show, 12 minutes before 9. WSAI Furniture Fantasy Time. Stand by. Your name may be called any moment now, and you might win a chance at that $1,000 worth of furniture to be given away this coming Friday afternoon on the Tom Kennington Show between 4 and 6 p.m. Between 4 and 6 p.m. That's your cue, fellas. Santa, baby, I've really been terribly good this whole year, and so if you could manage... Santa, baby, please hurry. December 25th. Speaking of people being on their way, Larry Clagshaw is on his way at 9 o'clock tonight. Give us a little hoot and holler there, Larry. Hoot and holler! <laughs> That's what his whole show sounds like, folks. Coming next week, 10 cents off regular price per carton on all Barks beverages. Root beer, cream soda, orange, grape, and lemon lime. Diet or regular, Barks, 10 cents off. Music. Right now, we're going to break the countdown. Guess who? on WSAI's Tom Dooley Show. And that's the title song of their brand new album called Magical Mystery Tour. And we got some sharp folks out there because as uh, you heard us say earlier, the first person who calls 9215105 when they hear a Beatles song played from that album is going to win the album. We're giving away 12 albums on the Tom Dooley Show. We got some sharp people out there. And the first one to call was Ron Chinoat of 18 West 31st Street in Covington, Kentucky. So Ron will win himself a copy of the Beatles album Magical Mystery Tour from LTR Mass Band. Tom, will you guys help me out, please? It's yours for the asking, sir. What's your help? Mm, that's right. All right, I would like to ask your help on something. How may we serve you? Well, first of all, you can <laughs> leave my control room. I beg your pardon? This is what I said. Music. The Beatles backed up by the monkeys. They drain the lever. It's seven minutes before nine o'clock, 50 degrees oh, outside. I could hide the way. called Daydream Believer, which is number two. And in just a minute, you can hear the number one song on WSAI's Tom Dooley Show.
Four minutes before nine o'clock, stand by for Larry Clark. Upcoming on WSAI between nine and midnight. And, oh, excuse me, did you have something you wanted to say, you and the LTR there? That's right. What, uh, well, I'm sorry we haven't got any time. We're all out of time. I see. Well, I think you two have done a magnificent, stupendous job tonight. And I want to thank you very much. You were both clean out of sight. Thanks. You're very much. Well, there you go. Radio the way it used to be. Radio station WSAI AM in Cincinnati, Ohio from 1967, and the radio announcer is Tom Dooley. Love that reverb. Man, you can't believe all that reverb. And lots of great music. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air track that you'd like me to present, why don't you let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Wow. Top 40 at its best. The way it was done back in 1967, the classic style of Top 40 with Tom Dooley on WSAI AM. Love those Lone Ranger bits that he puts into the show, and it certainly gives a different slant to the radio show. Now let's conclude things with our featured station segment, and this is the part of the show where we let you hear what radio sounds like today. What are some of the radio stations doing throughout the United States? This week we're traveling to Carbondale, Illinois, and we're going to listen to radio station WEUZ-FM, Steve-FM, with their variety hits format. Although the station is voice-tracked, the announcer puts a lot of personality into the radio show, nevertheless. And we'd like to thank everyone for listening to All Things Radio Live. Next week, I'm sure we'll be back with the regular crew, and we'll see you all next week on All Things Radio Live. One of the things I try to do in these featured station segments is to let you know what radio sounds like throughout the United States. This week, we're traveling to Carterville, Illinois, and we're going to listen to radio station WUEZ-FM. The station has just adopted a variety hits format, and I think they sound pretty good. Lots of 80s music and lots of familiar music. So without further ado, why not sit back and enjoy radio station WUEZ-FM, Steve FM 95.1, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 95.1 Steve FM is WUEZ-FM, Carterville, Marion, Carbondale, a river radio station, a division of Max Media. We play whatever. Ninety-five-one Steve FM with Nick Lowe. Here's REO Speedwagon. Heard it from a friend who heard it from another. You've been messing around. Playing more songs than Carbondale has Jaywalkers. Ninety-five-one Steve FM. Should I stay or should I go? 95.1 Steve FM. Here's what's happening now on our Steve FM concert calendar. Evil Woman, the ELO experience, is coming to the Marion Cultural and Civic Center Saturday, January 28th. Part of the patron series sponsored by River Radio. Tickets as low as $29 on sale now at MarionCCC.com. Ninety-five-one Steve FM. The Steve FM Sun Report is brought to you by Ziggy's Coffee, now open at 905 West Main Street in Marion, serving you the best part of your day. Sunset tonight is at 4.53, and sunrise tomorrow morning is at 7.10. Steve FM. We play whatever. 
Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Blahdy, blah, blah. Here's what we're going to play next, okay? 95.1 Steve FM. Steve FM with Van Halen. Steve's New Year's resolution, play a lot of music and give away a small fortune. Keep listening for your chance to win Steve's money. Coming soon on 95.1 Steve FM. Steve plays whatever. Ninety-five-one Steve FM, Elton John and Kiki D. Ninety-five-one Steve FM. First alert weather. Our first alert forecast is brought to you by SIH Urgent Care. Now open in Harrisburg at nine hundred one South Commercial from eight a.m. to eight p.m. seven days a week. Visit sih.net/slash/urgentcare. Mostly sunny and forty-nine today. Tonight decreasing clouds a low thirty-seven. And when you wake up with Brandon tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high fifty-five. When's the last time you tried something new? Or call One Steve FM, whatever. Ninety-five One Steve FM, Dave Matthews Band. Here's what's happening now on our Steve FM concert calendar. Floyd Nation Experience Pink Floyd Tribute Band is coming to the Marion Cultural and Civic Center Saturday, April eighth. Tickets on sale now at MarionCCC.com. There's a story in my eyes I can't hold 95.1 Steve FM We play whatever Steve FM with Tommy Two-Tone. Well, a Navy veteran in Arizona has found a great way to mix fitness and booze. Instead of suggesting people give up alcohol entirely, his idea is for people to earn their booze by working hard and playing hard. Justin Cross has developed an app that helps users keep track of their hard work and fitness goals so they can kick back with a weekend cocktail or two knowing that it was earned. His company also offers nutrition advice ideas for exercise and coaching that promotes good habits, all with the aim of transforming your mind and body and your life to truly earn it all. Now, you could use that for anything. You could use that for you've earned, you know, that piece of pie. You've earned, you know, some chips, whatever is your thing. But I like the idea of knowing that you've worked hard for it and you've earned it so you can have a little treat. 
95.1 Steve FM. Totally awesome 80s. Hi, I'm Kent Jones. Join me this week on Totally Awesome 80s. We'll take a look at the 20 biggest artists of the decade who had the most number ones, sold the most albums, had the biggest hits. We'll have all the top 20 and their hits coming up this week right here. Join me. Totally Awesome 80s. Kent Jones. Sundays at noon, part of Steve's Sunday Fun Day on 95.1 Steve FM. One Steve FM is WUEZ FM, Carterville, Marion, Carbondale, a river radio station, a division of Max Media. We play whatever. Ninety-five one Steve FM. We are your home of the no repeat work week. This is Boston on Steve FM. Steve is very picky about his morning coffee order. Now, here's what I want you to do. But when it comes to music, we play whatever. 95.1 Steve FM. <sighs> hey, why does my cup say Sherman? Coming, 95.1 Steve FM, the Prince. Our Steve FM concert calendar is full. Put this one on the calendar. Saturday, July 29th, Little River Band coming to the Marion Cultural and Civic Center for the Will Rock for Food concert to benefit the Marion Ministerial Alliance. Tickets on sale now at marioncc.com. Check out all the concerts at 951cbfm.com. Ninety-five-one Steve FM with the Black Crows. Steve FM also plays Marion Wildcats basketball. The Cats are on the road Tuesday night at Cairo. Tip-off is at 6. Gavin Murphy will have pregame beginning at 545 here on 951 Steve FM. Streaming on the new Steve FM app and at 951stevefm.com. Well, there you go. Variety is heard on radio station WUEZ FM 95.1 Steve FM from Carterville, Illinois. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a station that you'd like me to feature, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can contact that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.